What's up, everybody, to Resolution Podcast. Today, today's going to be a special one. So I have Instagram Live right now. I might switch over to TikTok, depending on how quiet my people are on here. Um, but as they give me stuff and I read it, I'm going to um, talk about it. And um, so today, I'm going to call it talking about different conditions that I see in my office. Because it's complicated, guys. I want you to understand. My job, my thing, what I do is if I don't get it right... If I don't get the diagnosis right every time, I'm not going to be successful. See, if I was a medical doctor, especially primary care, that should be easy. Okay, why? It's because all I have to do is, oh, you have pain? Here's a painkiller. Here's muscle relaxer. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter where it is. If it's their neck, if it's their head, if it's their knee, if it's their painkiller, muscle painkiller. But as a chiropractor, I have to not only get the diagnosis. Okay, you have pain. Okay, where is it there? Okay, is it really coming from there or is it coming from somewhere else? And if it is coming from there, what's causing it? So the thing is, I can fix a lot of people's stuff. But if if I don't tell you, if I don't investigate to see where it's coming from, like the other day, um, uh, one of my patients came in with neck pain. I've been treating her a few times. She said it feels better, but after a few days, comes back. She's, I said, how do you sleep at night? She's like, well, I sleep just like you told, I sleep how you just told me, you know, perfectly. Okay, cool. All right, well, um, how are you... Um, Sit in front of computers. She's like, no, I bought everything that you said. Boom, boom, boom. I'm buying everything you said. Okay, good. I said, so the pain is where? Right side of your neck? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, um, how do you sit in the couch? She's like, I don't know. I said, I said, what side do you sit on? She's like, the right side. I said, you sit like this? She's like, yeah. I was like, of course. You're sitting like this. You're watching TV and for like whatever hours, you know? And of course, you're going to have right side of your neck pain. So got to investigate this stuff. See, my stuff is hard. Anything where it's mechanical, I got to figure out what's going on because the way you guys think about it primary care-wise, they just write a prescription. That's easy work. Any monkey can sit there and just do prescribed medication. So somebody wrote on my live, they got uh, um, they got plantar fasciitis. Okay. Foot pain. What does that mean? That means the bottom of your feet hurt. Now, where is it coming from? Plantar fasciitis, if it's truly, you know, they, they told me plantar fasciitis. I have a diagnosis for them, right? It's complicated. Some people have foot pain. Some people have more neuroma, this and this and that. They don't know. They just are different situations. If it's truly plantar fasciitis, usually, typically, in the mornings, your foot hurts, especially when you wake up. When you wake up, you're limping. You're limping, you're limping, limping. Ah, damn, guys. I'm losing some weight here, huh? This is up. I don't want to say what's up. Okay, okay. I see what's up. All right, so I had a big belly for a minute. I went to an all meat diet, guys. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of going off on tangent here. I went to an all meat diet. It's been the best thing in my life. Um, so, Eddie, that camera should it be the other way where the camera's on the bottom? Should it be on the top. Is that looking? I mean, it looks fine. Looks I mean, fine from there. Okay, okay, cool. All right, I'm going on tangent here, guys. But I'm gonna tell you this: if we don't get our diet right, we're not doing it right. All meat diet has been the best thing I've ever ate. This this carb business, this vegetable business, man, it was blocking me. It was a mess in my stomach, man. All meat diet. Um, let me tell you this. Um, yeah, I got IDD for sure. So <laughs> my got IDD. So let me go back to plantar fasciitis real quick. Um, plantar fasciitis was one of those things. Is it? It's hard to fix. Why? It's because if you don't have the right shoes, it's gonna keep coming back. 
And if you exercise, you don't have the right shoes, you don't have the right gear, if your foot's going on top of each other and stuff like that. So that's going to be a problem. So number one thing is make sure we have the right shoes. Number two, I recommend orthotics, custom-made orthotics. Not like you get a, go to um, CVS, get a bullshit one. I'm talking about a real thing. Let's see. Just started the carnivore diet, and I agreed a whole game changer. I'm telling you, man, the carnivore diet. Again, these the what's going on here is going to throw me back and forth here. But... Um, going back to plantar fasciitis, <laughs> um, I want you to understand that you got to make sure your orthotics is right, your shoes is right, because if your shoes isn't right, then you're always going to have foot pain. I can teach you how to fix it. I can fix it for you myself. But the thing is, you got to do the right thing at all times. If you go back to wearing t- high heel shoes and this and that badgie, you don't take care of it. Of course, it's going to kick on back. So what do you have to do? You got to get orthotics. Okay, that's what you really got to do. You got to get orthotics. It has to be custom made because your foot can be different than each other because one foot can be different than the other foot. Um, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. My, my favorite dentist over here, Dr. Body, just said I call all PCPs monkeys. Bro, I'm serious. Drug dealers, monkeys. I don't even know, man. I'm serious. A lot of them. Not all of them. A lot of them, man. They don't even know what they're talking about anymore. They just, I get di- I get referrals from MDs. It says on there, low back pain as their diagnosis. Well, no shit it's low back pain. I had the patient come and tell me it's low back pain. You understand what I'm saying? I literally, the patient said, I have low back pain. The least you could do is tell me something that the patient doesn't say out of his or her mouth. You understand what I mean? So you cannot tell me that the patient has low back pain as a diagnosis where the patient already tells me is low back pain. You got to get into it a little bit further. And that's why I call them monkeys, man. They don't know what they're talking about. Your video is glitching. Uh, it's on live. I don't know what's going on. Um, it should, it should kind of, I'm on, let's see. I'm on, uh, I can get a referral to you. You don't need a referral to me. Oh, that's another good question, man. People think they need a referral to me. I'm a portal entry, like a physician status. You can find me. Um, you can just come to me. Just make your appointment. Um, go on my live, go on, go on my link, link in my bio, headacheandspinecenter.com, bing, 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 make your appointment easy, easy peasy. So plantar fasciitis, what do you have to do? First of all, you got to make sure your shoe's right. Number two, you got to make sure you have good orthotics. Number three, you got to make sure you have to do some fixing. What do you do? You can buy a, um, a, a I mean, you can have a b- bottle of water and put it in the freezer and put it on the floor and while you're watching TV, hopefully not like this, like that lady that I just told you has neck pain, roll the bottom of your feet at night for like five minutes with ice ice uh, cup, uh, bottle, uh, ice bottle, and then every day you just kind of work at it. Um, if you come to me and that doesn't fix you, you need more, um, you know, something more intense, I do scraping, we do laser treatment, things of that nature to open it up. Then I get your orthotics and stuff like that. So that's how you're really going to fix it. Uh, see, hell yeah. See, everybody telling you on my live, you go to go make your bio. Let's see. Some people ask me some questions. Let me see. I want to answer a question on my situation as I'm going. Uh, somebody wrote something kind of long. Uh, what is the spinal stenosis? I, and I can... Seek a chiropractor help for should I steer away from chiropractor? Um, so here's the thing. I'm going to tell you guys. Um, I'm going to tell you guys. No, I'm not in GW Hospital. I'm a professor at the, I teach at the um, uh, medical school and health sciences in the integrated medicine center. So I'm actually a professor, the adjunct assistant professor. Um, so 
spinal stenosis. Uh, how do you find a right chiropractor? That's number one. How do you find a right chiropractor? That's how do you find the right dentist? How do you find the right uh, surgeon? How do you find the right restaurant? Uh, Google it. As a look at reviews, um, stuff like that. Um, so go to somebody that's reputable. Go to someone that knows what they're talking about. So that's how you find the right chiropractor. Uh, other than that, you're just taking risks. I mean, just because they don't have reviews yet doesn't mean they're bad. I mean, at one point, I didn't have reviews. Now I have hundreds. But uh, all five stars, bing, bong, okay? But I will tell you that um, spinal stenosis, um, nine times out of ten, chiropractors can help. Um, but you know, sometimes it needs surgeries or injections. Sometimes you need injection with chiropractic care to really get it going. Sometimes, you know, the injection will help kind of propel a little bit. Um, but sometimes you don't need the injection chiropractic care to help. Sometimes either one is just too late. It's just that thing is sobbed off and you need surgery. So it just depends. Let's see. Uh, this is my first time when I come see you. What do you recommend doing before coming in? Okay. Great question. So a lot of people ask me, what should I do before coming to a chiropractor? Um, I would say uh, any if you've been to any other doctors, bring anything you have, like any imaging, any diagnosis, anything like that. Um, if you haven't, it's no big deal. Just come by yourself and we will figure it out. Because I can send for x-rays, MRIs, CAT scans. I can send to different specialists and everything like that. Um, second thing... Um, I would prefer that you wore comfortable clothes, which means that, um, you know, if you're a woman, yoga pants or something like something a little stretchy or just stretchy jeans or something like that. Um, don't come in with a skirt on and stuff like that. It becomes comp more complicated than I have to kind of give you a gown and stuff like that. Um, and uh, that's it, really. I mean, just come in and we'll figure it out. I mean, that's what you're there for. You don't have to, you know, I will tell you what you need. So basically make your appointment and wear something comfortable and let's fix you up. Uh, now, other situations. Usually people that have foot pain, usually have knee pain and knee pain causes hip pain. See, one thing I want you guys to understand is that we're one unit. If you go to a doctor, you have shoulder pain. If they don't look at your neck, they're already effed up. Okay, you understand what I mean? Because of the fact that your neck and shoulders are same muscles. It's the same, a lot of them say muscles. So you, how can you fix the show? How can you really examine in the area if you just look at the half the body? Sometimes neck issues can cause shoulder issues. Sometimes neck, uh, neck pain is coming from your shoulder or it's coming from something else. Or your headache is coming from your neck and neck is coming from your shoulder. It's complicated. Everything is, we are all attached. You understand what I mean? It's one unit. So like you can't have, if your knee is going in, if you have like knees are going in, of course you're going to have hip issues. If you have hip issues and your hip is not angled, especially women have wider hips called a, long, a wider Q angle. When your knees going in and the hips are getting wider, that causes pelvis issues. Pelvis tension causes back issues. Back issues will cause upper back issues. Upper back issues will cause neck issues. Neck issues cause headaches. You understand what I mean? And some people come in with headaches. So then what do we do? We have to figure out what's going on in their neck. And to fix their neck, I got to fix their upper back. To fix their upper back, I got to fix their low back and the hip. And da, 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 da. So we have the scanner. It's called the 3D spine scanner through it's a foot scanner through foot levelers. Basically, you stand on it. It scans you from bottom up and tells me what's going on with your foot, ankle, knee, hip, low back, mid back, neck, and shoulder. All right, let's see what somebody asked. Um, I'll be, let's see. 
I'm a trucker. I'll be sleeping like a wild monkey. <laughs> I'll be sitting down 80% of the time. So what she's saying is that she's sleeping like a wild monkey. That means she's all over the place. You know, one arm here, one arm there. She's She drives a lot, obviously. She probably doesn't have comfortable situations. And then so what's going on is that she's causing a lot of tension in her back. So that, see, here, here's what I would tell you. You have to do tune-up for your spine. Okay, you understand what I mean? If your spine is not tuned up, then you're going to keep having pain. Um, so I want you to understand that what you want to do is make sure you take care of your spine. Because you're young, you can push through it. As you get older, you're going to be all jacked up. Look at all your coworkers, all the people that do your job, and they're, they've been doing it for like 30 years, 40 years. They're all jacked up. Why? Because they've just been pushing, grinding, and they're abusing. A lot of people, I have, I have these truckers come in. It feels like they have 300,000 miles on their spine and they never took it to oil change and never took their spine to uh, you know, change tires. Da, 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 da. And I'm making a joke out of it. I'm saying like, take your body for a tuna, take your teeth for a dentist. You take your, you go to MD for a blood work internal. Who's checking your physical well-being? Who's checking your muscle skeletal, your nervous system? You're checking your teeth. You're checking your your liver, kidneys, organs, and stuff like that through blood work. Who's checking your musculoskeletal nervous system? Chiropractors. We do tune-up. You can come in one or two visits. You just get right. You know what I mean? But if you come in all jacked up, of course, you're going to have a lot more pain. All right. Let's see. What is it? Will you get that on your first visit? Yes. So you say you have a scan. Yeah. So let's see. Somebody. Somebody wrote something else too. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So you guys can ask questions, by the way. I'll answer as I will go on my uh, podcast. Resolution podcast, guys. I should probably write that on here. Resolution podcast. There we go. Ask your questions. Okay. Hand that in. Okay. Three years now driving and I'm in need already. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people are driving these days and they need they need to be checked out. And I want you to understand that you can't just take your spine and just smash it every day and not take care of it because that's ultimately how you're going to make your money. What's the point of working something you don't enjoy because it's causing you bodily harm? I have so many patients, they have so much migraine sitting in front of computers and stuff like that. They're like, you know, I love my job, but I'm starting to hate it because it's causing me so much pain. And so that's one of those things. And next week podcast, I'm going to talk about one of my patients actually came in this week. I might, I might say it was a few words on it today. Actually, actually, you know what? I'll say it. Talked about it today. This is really cool, guys. I had a patient. This is not the first time I had it, but I do want to talk about it. I gave her one adjustment. And I'm going to post a video about her next time. She almost started crying. And the reason she started crying is because she felt an emotional release of happiness coming out. And I want to adjust with her neck. I said, you've been going through some emotional traumas. What's going on? She said, she, her son was there. She's like, I can't talk right now. So I had her son kind of go to my private room. And she said, yeah, my, I don't, she said, how'd you know? I said, I felt that this was a normal one. Because as soon as I started, I gave her one adjustment, her eyes teared up. And she was just like, why am I crying? I can't even stop crying right now. I said to her, it's probably because she has some emotional trauma. What's going on? She said, my my mom just died like 
few months ago, or let's just say a year ago or something like that, and I just haven't coped with it. And I want you guys to understand, this is really powerful, is that your body, your brain stores emotional trauma in your spine. And it stores it and it and it stores it and biggest bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you don't deal with it, if you don't do and it's gonna start causing pain. So I want you to understand that the, that psychological trauma trauma causes physical trauma. Psychological trauma, this is a good one, D causes physical trauma because if you don't deal with it, it's going to get stored to a point that it's going to just cause a lot of pain. And you want to understand that because when you release that, when one adjustment, it, it feels like you just got rid of years of, it went through years of psychologist, you know, talking to them because in one second because you just relieve all that. So you want to make sure that you you deal with your psychological traumas at the same time as your physical trauma because they really go hand in hand. You want to make sure that that's good. Um, especially right now, there's a lot of situations where people are going through so much psychological from COVID and, you know, not talking to no one and not dealing with no one, not touching. I saw patients. Let me. I'm running out of juice on my phone. Sorry, guys. I was running out of juice there. Um I saw patients that I want you to understand that they they haven't seen people. You know, my daughter. I'll tell you something personally. Uh, yeah, and if you if you can put that, my daughter. I'll tell you something personal about my daughter. Um, she we can attach it to your phone, D. I don't think, or maybe that does that go like that? No, I don't think it does. You know what? Yeah. In my oh, it does. Okay, cool. Um, I would tell you something. Let me see. Let me attach this here. Okay. Okay. Let me see. All right. I'm trying to. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, guys. I'm. My phone needed to. Okay. That's good. So I'll tell you something about my daughter. Um, she was born during the pandemic. She's, she's, she just turned four. Um, and socially she's, you know, she was raised during the pandemic time where, you know, she become one or something like that. We hit the situation with no school, no kid, no other people's kids, no this and that. And, um, she has issues with like just connecting with people. So we're trying to take her to all the birthday parties, trying to, you know, she knows everything at home. She talks a lot. As soon as she goes to school, she's like a mute, you know, she don't say nothing. And all the teachers like, like, we don't know how to grade her because she's not talking. And so that's a problem where like a lot of kids are going through certain situations and it's affecting psychologically, this and that, and learning and stuff like that. But <clears throat> she's getting better. But there's an issue there where we have to kind of get her to kind of see a lot of other, you know, classmates, go to all the birthday party trying. You know, there are still some people in the family she just doesn't talk to. But as soon as they leave, she's talking all about them, you know. But as soon as they're there, they just, she goes into silent mode. And so that's a situation. Um, but so a lot of people going through psychological traumas, social traumas, 
And that stuff not only stores in their mind, but stores in their spine. And so when I give that one patient an adjustment and she almost started crying, she felt like she was crying, is because of the fact that she was storing so much trauma in her spine that she just was just relieved. And she loved it. She was like, I said, listen, and she was coming from Richmond and I'm all the way in Alexandria and she's driving almost an hour, 45 minutes or something like that. She was like, I, she was coming once a week. I said, look, you need to come twice a week, really. She's like, whatever it is, I need to do it. So it's, it made a big impact. So if you have any pain, it could, it could be psychological trauma as well as physical trauma, or it could be a combination of both. So we really got to examine both. Um, it's not about taking more painkillers. So I do want to kind of hit that. But long story short, this was my podcast for today. D, what do you think? That's a good spot to, to stop right there. Yeah, we got 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah, that's good. So um, I do want to um, talk about on next next time, I want to talk about um, psychosocial traumas. Sorry, uh, psychosomatic traumas. I'm going to talk about psychosomatic traumas on my next podcast for next week, Monday. Um, and psychosomatic trauma basically means your psychological trauma um, is causing you physical damage. And you're, you, you're having back pain or neck pain and nobody can figure out where it's coming from. But it's, it's coming from the fact that your brain is, keeps storing more and more in your neck or your back, or wherever it is that you're having this pain at, nobody can figure out where it's coming from. It's probably coming from a psychosomatic injury where you had a psychological injury, which is accumulating in your spine. So that's going to be on my next podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all everybody on your questions and stuff like that. A lot of people came and went. Um, good. That's pretty good. All right. Tune in next time. Resolution podcast out. What's up, what's up? Let's see what somebody wrote here. I said Indian style on my chair a lot. Can this have future impact on my